Hi, this is Michael Parisi. I'm the Saboteur Slayer Life and Career Coach. I help you move beyond the things that are obstacles in your career so that you can really move forward with the kind of life you really want for yourself. I mentioned in my previous podcast that I was a Catholic priest for 32 years. I actually wanted to be a dentist. I really wanted to go to dental school and help people with their teeth. I did end up going to university in Boston. I graduated with a biology degree, but then I discovered that I was more thrilled with stuff other than biology, stuff like uh, social sciences, psychology, religion, sociology, and so forth. So I ended up going to the Catholic priesthood, went to seminary for five years and got a couple of degrees in theology and then later on another one. And I really tried to become what I thought I ought to be in, back in the early middle 70s as a priest who was going to change the world for the better using the gospel. I stayed for 32 years and I'll talk more about that later, but I discovered more than that that the church was very transactional. And that's what I want to talk about today. Transactions are things that we do in order to get something from somebody else. So you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. That's a transaction. Uh, You go into a store every day, you buy Starbucks coffee or some other kind of coffee, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I want to be equally uh, fair here. And you... What? You don't walk out without paying something. You give them cash or credit card. And that credit card says you have made a transaction. Well, when our spiritual lives are transactional, we really get into trouble. Because growing up, I identified God's love with my parents' love for me. My parents had a hard life. And when I was good, they said nothing, assuming I simply ought to be a good boy. When I fell short, they got angry and ashamed of me in a variety of ways. And so I figured that's the way God loves works. But why am I talking about God's love and careers? Well, let me tell you something. You can't have a good career unless you're in touch with your inner spirit. You don't have to believe in God as God's defined by religions. You do need to be in touch with your deepest self part of you that transcends you, gets you outside of yourself, helps you to kind of look at the world from a distance, get a good perspective on what your life is about. That's called transcending. And that's what spirituality is really all about. Getting a sense of who we are from a distance so that we can become all we can be. And so I discovered that God's love seemed to work transactionally. I'll do something for you. If you do something for me, be a good boy and I'll bless you. Do what the church says and you're going to get what you need out of God. Now, don't get me wrong. My parents were great people who endured a lot of suffering, as I said, and deprivation as kids during the depression. I got the message, be better, be different, but be normal, okay? You can be smart, and you better go to college, or you won't be enough. A lot of mixed messages there. 
After being bullied at school, I realized God wasn't helping me very much. I used to pray every night, going to bed at grade eight. Oh God, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't wake up in the next morning. That's kind of scary. Or, God, I really want to take revenge on these kids who are being so mean. Or maybe I was doing something wrong or not being enough. Once again, not being enough. This led to a deep isolation and loneliness for the next several decades. Yeah, I was well into my 30s and 40s before I started coming out of it. And God just didn't seem to help. Trouble is I was basing my faith in God as a transactional relationship. I thought I would gain love and acceptance from God and other people if I was hard enough on myself. And also I became hard on others. I was very judgmental and moralistic, as if I wasn't enough. Well, no one else was going to be either. I was no different than the characters in the Bible who looked for evidence of God's love in miracles, idols, victories over enemies. We can read all about it in the Old Testament. Even though the Bible spoke of God's unconditional love, it couldn't compete with the transactional love that seemed to dominate the world. Everyone seemed to be doing transactions. Every religion. The promise of unconditional love seemed to be a bargaining chip for God or for the church to get something from me. So unconditional love was really a thing that somebody else came up with in order to make my life more difficult. Well, as a more mindful spiritual being now, I depend less on bargains with God and more on soulful power. Now, you know, the soul is really the core of who we are. So now I trust that the, my soul, the spirit who is in me, will eventually make things right. The spirit living in me can bring good even out of evil. I'm less inclined to depend on outcomes and transactional love. I'm more inclined to just rest in the unknown. Because that's what faith is all about, you know. You may not be a person of faith, and that's okay. But believe me, you believe in yourself. If you don't believe me, you believe in yourself. And faith is all about waiting for reality to unfold. It's not a ticket to heaven. That's why many of us turn to transactional love to get the quick hit we think we need. That winning set of lottery numbers to quiet the inner bully that keeps telling us we're not enough. If I just get the ticket right, I'll get eventually to heaven and all the suffering I endure on earth will be worth it. Well, that's baloney. I've discovered that unconditional love requires no evidence. It declares us a winner before we've even put down a bet. So as we go easier on ourselves as winners, as more than enough, the spirit then has room to maneuver. We can rid ourselves of the false god who is magician, benefactor, lawmaker, bully, autocrat, judge, jury, and executioner all in one. 
a real false god that a lot of religions, unfortunately, are still following. Now, don't take my word for it. Read some great sources. Some of the Psalms and Proverbs of the Hebrew Scriptures, Jesus' teachings, some of the saints like Teresa of Avila, powerful woman, John of the Cross, a holy man who suffered a great deal in his own religious order. They bullied him. Julian of Norwich, a wise woman of England who knew how to get her act together. Martin Luther King, Henry Nouwen, Eckhart Tolle, he's one of my favorite authors, Eckhart Tolle, writes all about the power of now. And then there's that Franciscan priest, Richard Rohr. These are people who write a lot of things. Email me anytime you want some more names and, uh, and, and titles. My email is very easy, michaelparisi at gmail.com, my name. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-P-A-R-I-S-E, Paris with an E at the end, all one word, at gmail.com. Tell, tell me then when, how you heard about this podcast. So if you want to read more, read some of these people. You can get Kindle books, probably podcasts on each of them, certainly YouTube videos. And each of them come up with the same answer. Each of them comes up with the same answer, which is each of us is the manifestation of unconditional love in the here and now. Let me repeat that. Each of us, you and me, is the living manifestation of unconditional love in the here and now. We need look no further. So the great news, the spirit within us sees us as whole, complete, perfect as we are. So what if we did too? The spirit within us has our backs. So what if we detached from outcomes and achievements and lived fully in this moment, breathing into the moment just as we want to? What if we embrace the wonder child we have always been by shedding the layers of transactionalism that cloud our souls? That wonder child is still in you. The adult may not see that child, but that's who you really are. The golden child of unconditional love. If we are one with the Spirit and in the Spirit, then we already know what unconditional love is. It is us living as beings, living beings. We are actually spiritual beings having a human physical experience. And all we need to do is to stop putting up transactional roadblocks. No more win-win spiritual outcomes. It's time to generously make winners of others by expecting reward or benefit. The spirit knows what to do next. So make winners of yourself and others without expecting a reward or benefit. And then everything will fall into place. Email me if you want to talk more.
and check out my book, Life Interrupted, Taking Charge After Everything Has Changed. It's a self-help book that is very practical, very short, but very pithy. It's available on Amazon.com. Thanks so much. Can't wait to talk to you again.